welcome to Bangalore Bits. Hello Subbu. Hey, how are you? Doing good. So what are we talking this week? Uh, let's do a, we, we have not done the Indian news review, so let's just do a Indian news, Indian news review. Okay. Or Indian news roundup. So where do you want to start? Uh, so yeah, okay. So, I so you want to start the, uh, the Bangalore, Bangalore news? Yeah, let's start the Okay, so looks like BMTC yeah. um, has is probably have installed uh, real time location system. Yeah, so BMTC and is the Bangalore Metropolitan Corporation, which is the the bus, which is the public bus, public bus transportation offered. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they have installed something called uh, the real time transportation system, which is like comprising multiple systems, like in a front end application for the users. Uh, and a control center application for their employees and then installing GPS right. for tracking tracking buses and there is an electronic ticketing system so all put together they put one bulk launch with it. okay <laughs> so the, this is currently they are using it uh, internally right for scheduling and things uh, scheduling I don't know I think it is out for uh, public use also uh, oh yeah, yeah for yeah. as a consumer you can download the BMTC app which will tell you the real-time location of the buses, what time it is going to come, I mean, what time it is arriving, what time it is leaving, right. and the current, currently where the, right. the, the bus is there and stuff like that. And for their employees, it is like a kind of a control system where... Mm. So they are now, I think, uh, they have got requests from companies like Google who wants to integrate that into a map system, right? Yeah, so I think what they're trying to do is that they are collecting quite a bit of data because they have got this GPS system enabled in the buses and the ticketing is like automated via electronic ticketing system. Okay. And they also have a portal called Passenger Information Portal. Okay. Where you can do the, your own services and stuff. Have like you that. tried? I have installed that, okay. uh, which looks pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not tried by going in a trip or Okay. <laughs> I'm not tricking any trip as it is. So, how real time it is, we don't know. Uh, it I, should be, I guess. Yeah, if but it's GPS I, based. Yeah, so I mean, maybe there could be some glitches they themselves have said because I think they are moving some five, six processes and systems, everything mm-hmm. at one bulk actually. So there could be some initial hiccups here. Correct, right? correct. And the electronic ticketing system also looks interesting where uh, the, the conductors or the guys who run the, uh, run the trip will be able to give you a tickets based on the, the ticketing machines. Right. And uh, the centralized location will be able to clearly monitor the, the capacity the buses have oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Though right now they don't have the credit card based uh, are the smart ticketing, card, right? uh, but I think they are planning to get that also rolled out. So the infrastructure is there in place, it's just a matter of enabling it. Probably there's a step by step process to roll out and stuff like that. So, so, since they're collecting all this data, they want to also share that with other third-party mm-hmm. services, mm-hmm. Google and stuff like that. So, Google will be able to in- incorporate the BMTC bus schedules within their maps. Correct. Yeah. And I think they the, already do schedules, I guess. Yeah, right now, I think there are more, it's not based on real-time music. Uh, it's not real-time, at least they tell you how many hops you have to take. Yeah. And, and even the... The bus numbers. Even the schedule it pulls okay. back and forth, but it is not real time basically. So with this, the Google will be able to even pull in real time. Okay. And also the third party apps should be able to build interesting applications if they start enabling it on. Right. And the plan looks very interesting. They also want to give the control center data to also to public. So mm. any given point of time, you, by visiting the site, you should be able to see 
the entire dashboard of their service management <laughs> so they are like in terms of the so i mean it could be slightly off topic but you see this new airtel ads what yeah. they call the open network yeah uh, they are actually showing where the antennas are right. i think yeah i mean yeah, similar lines yeah similar lines yeah i think the i mean the more and more transparency is always good um so yeah i think uh, continuing that there is also a new app which xerox have launched right yeah so why is xerox interested in this what no i think it? xerox research center has something like they have launched something called go bangalore mm-hmm. uh, which is a multimodal app which is basically helps you to navigate between point a to b Uh, okay. with respect to in terms of like say even in the most efficient met- way yeah right. most efficient way in any typical me- uh, metros what happens is like there are some places you can go by a by a at metro train or via bus or via cab and stuff like that so what is difficult is for you to navigate from a point b to c if there is not much buses right there is no intelligent way to figure out what is the other alternative and stuff like that so this application would probably combines all that like right, it could right. tell you if, if you just give a point a to point b it could tell you that okay till pl- till one place you can go via bus and this is the route you take from there you can take a metro from there you can i think it, the, if you look at this will all be very useful when metro is fully operational right? yeah. it is the phase one which they are saying by end of this year mm-hmm. so you may need, you may still need to use at least couple of modes because yeah. not all metro stations are near your Correct. destination or yeah. source so you have to take like a the feeder bus or maybe take an auto yeah. auto rickshaw or even cycle yeah right. so i think that the, the app comprises everything actually the right. auto cycle walking right. uh, metro as well bus everything i have used a similar app uh, when i when i went to singapore for okay. Okay. so there was an app called go there Okay. Which was doing very similar. So uh-huh. you put point A to B, uh-huh. it tells you okay uh, from here to there. It also gives you even how much cost it will be, right? Okay. So you take a taxi, yeah. it's more expensive. Right. You go take a bus, okay. and then uh, hop onto a metro. All those things are there. So I I, I used it all the time when I was there. Yeah. So that's a similar idea here. They are trying to launch. Right. Uh, I mean, once this starts. Once the once the the usage starts kicking, they'll be able to get more signals basically. Right, right, right. And once based on those signals, they'll be able able to forecast the data to BMTZ mm-hmm. or cab company or saying if there are some guys who are picking up a lot of cabs from one point, uh, BMTZ could probably able yeah. to scale their bus services on that direction. So right. that's. So it is like very similar lines what they have launched the the Go Los Angeles, Go Denver. Uh, go Bangalore recently. Okay. So Xerox is like kind of the Xerox research is kind of rolling out this across uh, all these four four five cities. Mm. And what is their interest? Why are they doing it? Is this, uh, are they interested in the data? Or? I mean, these research labs projects are more or less in terms of like uh, there are different interests in different groups. That is very difficult to navigate and then tell you because it's like. Uh, I mean, internally it could be like something just a data collection and model which they are looking at mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, it could be a side project for somebody who's who's working in R and D and stuff like that. So, right. uh, because if they are putting an app, then they are definitely interested in some data. And internally, there's a theme also, right? That they are looking at Go Los Angeles, Go Denver, and so there are like there is a theme there. 
uh, I mean, if the data collection is efficient, they can build interesting models around that. Okay. So, what else in the transport? <laughs> so, IRCTC web. I mean, the IRCTC is the the primary reservation system for online reservation system for railways here in India. So, they are also launching an uh, app, IRTC Air app, which basically allows you to book air tickets, uh, ah, the the domestic air tickets in India. Uh, where you should be able to book up to 10 tickets or 8 tickets in a go uh, with the 10 rupees in addition to the PNC. So are they doing anything interesting there in terms of are I'm they going to give discounts or because there are so many such aggregator uh-huh. apps are there right? like say uh, I mean you, you can name at least few ones like clear trip, make me trip yeah. they all do this. Yeah so IRCD is primarily they are like into uh, reserve the railway reservation thing so it is easier for somebody to get that kind of reservation theme going on single application where she would. I don't think there is anything interesting at this point of time. Uh, one thing could be the common login authentication system which you have, which should be able to use across all this reservation and stuff like that. Okay, so talking about phones, I think the one which we keep all all of us keep getting is uh, these marketing calls, right? Or uh, it could be marketing SMSs. Mm-hmm. So it looks like uh, TRI, TRI, uh-huh. the regulatory authority um, of Telecom in India right. is, has launched an app. Right. Uh, so it is essentially for complaining against such spam. Telemarketing yeah. and spam. Yeah. Is, is that the intention or is there, is there anything else you can do with that? See what is happening right now is, is my own personal experience is that every time uh, I have registered in DND from 2011 or 2010 basically. So it's been about 6 years I have been in DND. Uh, so what is happening is mainly is that when I get a telemarketing message beyond even though I have registered in DND, okay. I have to basically raise a complaint to Hatter, okay, to my telecom, author, telecom operator basically. So many a times what happens is the telecom operator comes back to me saying that there is not enough information and then they just discard that. Mm. I don't know whatever be there in their own interest, they don't act on it actually. Okay. So try putting up this application, it will be able to collect that from the directly from the customers basically. Okay. So if I install this application, I will be able to complain a marketing call to try directly, not via my telecom operator. Ah, right, okay. So that gives them the first signal of the numbers which are mm. uh, doing misbehaving. See, the, the ideal policy here is that uh, the, the telemarketers are given a separate line and a separate identification of SMSs. They are supposed to reach out to the customers who are not part of DND basically. But what happens is they find a loophole and they try, a lot of these telemarketers are taking a loophole and then they just keep bombarding you with SMSs. And the telecom operators are not acting on them. Right. And the, the trial is ready to put a huge fine up to 2.9 lakhs or 3.5 lakhs to up to 3.5 lakhs for a okay. for a for a for a malpractice of their business and stuff like that. So having this application launching it directly from trial, it, that basically allows me to complain to them directly. Right, yeah. And they will also be able the, the other policy there is that the operator is supposed to go bring it down based on the first complaint. So the try can go ahead and then ask the telecom operator to get that number offline immediately. As soon as they get a first... Uh, but uh, do they have like, do, we don't know the details definitely, but is there like a 
sort of a big data system they have in the bag which can automatically does it or is somebody going to manually look up I, I don't know country of our size yeah I mean I mean I don't know at this point of time it could be even manual but even mm-hmm. manual what happens is the data which is not going to try will reach them actually right the op- telecom operators who are blocking it right now it will bypass and so it gives me an opportunity no, because uh, somebody can also misuse it right so so they got to yeah. also yeah they need to build those see the authenticity of that and, and yeah but when you are submitting it you are you have to submit the sms which you have received as a marketing so right. which carries the number hmm. and it is some, some of this marketing messages doesn't even have a number right it will have some sort of a code correct? if the, if it is a code then it is probably there there approved marketer basically oh, okay. so if there is no code and you are still getting an a message like real estate that is very less i think i don't i get lot of property even that code. less you are not supposed to get basically yeah so i mean uh, basically yeah. what you, what happens is when you let's say buy a shirt or shoe whatever yeah, even you just you, give your number even and you give start the number they are not supposed to message you if you are in dnd they have to supposed to so i had to uh, i think I, i keep getting couple of messages from i don't want to name the brand mm-hmm. but in that message itself they have given an option to opt out ah right so which is basically a missed call sort of a thing they so just call wondering it disconnects okay. and then immediately you get a message saying you are I mean, taken out of the list. But even though if you have, if you are registered for a D and D, you know something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the the telecom operators are playing this big game of hiding this information, mm-hmm. which needs to go to the front. So that is uh, pretty much what we have got. They have put an Android app. I I will wait for an iOS soon. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. What else on uh, interesting? Um, so we are like kind of doing an all the apps and services. So yes. the next one is something like ESPN has launched their own website in India. Yeah. Uh, so this is like I mean though we have such a big uh, big population as well, we don't such a big sports following country. We don't have a multi-sport portal in India. Mm-hmm. So we have either ESPN cricket, which is like primarily focused on cricket, and then you don't have any other sport actually. So ESPN, uh, along with the Sony tie-up, they have launched this ESPN dot in mm. both mobile and web property, uh, which has got a combination of multi-sport uh, okay. portal uh, where you will be able to log in and then uh, add your own favorite uh, teams, uh, your own favorite games, and then you can follow them and then get a live updates mm. and stuff like that. Everything from there. Uh, so, uh, so there is no. like streaming content or anything right? the streaming content is that via the the sony espn thing uh, i don't know whether it is a stream but it is more of a video basically basically clipping yeah a clipping okay so everybody is like behind media now actually it looks like that and especially online definitely yeah but i see the multi sport is fine but if you don't have a multi uh, multi language multilingual portal I thought ESPN and Star have a sort of a collaboration in India, correct? Uh, But don't they have? I don't think so because ESPN and Sony has a collaboration now. Okay, because Hotstar, which is Star's property, uh-huh. um, basically does all. I don't think it does for sports. Yeah, I mean we don't. Yeah, th- that is more primarily drive their uh, their content program. Yeah. They are not bothered about multi multi yeah, sport. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What other apps, interesting apps, have you seen? Uh, so apart from that, I mean, 
right they don't lend money but they take savings basically yeah and uh, so what the the new announcement or the new uh, provisioning will allow post offices to do is that they'll be able to big operate similar lines to bank but still again not going to lend money okay but uh, not all the post offices in india are capable of uh, having an account savings account and stuff like that right. so this they have about 150000 post offices across india mm. which is like a solid network which they have and most of the immigrant population which is in india which moves between from one place to other and then they 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 don't have they were they are not part of any banking system but most of them are affiliated to some sort of post office section okay and even there are some people from rural india move to urban they send money they have to rely mostly on mostly on correct uh, mostly on money orders and money orders are time consuming they take even though if you are just doing an nft or uh, the the transfers today it take about 24 hours and money orders take anywhere between about 5 to 10 days actually yeah depending on the region where you are going some of the post offices are one man post offices right and that take really long time right. so by putting a banking platform in place and uh, enabling the post offices to become bank so they will be able to uh, ma- they will be able to run the post offices where they will be able to take savings accounts do the transfers of payments and receive transfers and stuff like that to dispatch to the accounts and stuff like that imagine somebody coming in not from a northeast working in bangalore able to send money to their village in about a day or half a day is, is that uh, i mean how will this also because i i So, probably understand that in some other remote places uh-huh. connectivity is an issue right so it is not about uh, i mean money order is not reaching on time it is because there is no internet connectivity there so the connectivity is one part the second part is not all the post offices are enabled with even computers yeah right then, right so, so how will this, this banking platform those post offices will be enabled where um, they will be able, they will be that's require some significant investment yeah that is exactly what the corpus is trying to do they are trying to set up 400 crore corpus and then tie up with the banks like city bank barclay and all those guys and drive this platform to all those villages nice. so, so that is the that is the investment which they are trying to do there on this post office so those post office will be able to tie and these banks also very much interested because they get the partnership with post office with zero infrastructure cost right and they'll only be with the platform providers basically <coughs> mm. so this is another interesting area where there are a lot of uh, people who are in the rural and semi rural areas who are not affiliated to any kind of banking infrastructure they'll be able to hooked up to this postal payment right and then and once this gets rolled up uh that about 150000 post office gets interconnected mm. via banking system okay so talking about finance there was also like i think this payment platform called mobiquick mm-hmm. who have launched uh, a new f- probably a feature or whatever 
that they are going to give interest for the money you keep in that <laughs> <laughs> i am not very sure i think i have read couple of differential reports on that i think uh, what they are trying to do is they basically try to there is some provision in in the banking license where uh, there are they are they, they are not banks right are they the banks they are not, they i think they have applied for the license and they have oh. rejected or something <laughs> okay So, no, because when I read that, uh, I was wondering, is it actually coming under the RBIs? No, they 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 cannot lend money basically. Yeah. So, I mean, not lending. They are basically even giving interest. Ah. Uh-huh. And if they are giving, let's say, what are they claiming six percent, which is probably higher than what you get on a normal savings account. I mean, maybe few banks offer six percent, right. but not all of them. So, is that a like? A, I mean. it shouldn't become like a deterrent where people okay don't keep it on bank and keep on this no i think the way they are trying to do is that there is some provision in the license where where this operator can have a escrow account hmm. where if they are not lending the money they can keep some amount of money okay. and the profit earned on that money can be shared or paid back to the investor who were given me the money no but the thing is if let's say i keep some for example this this hypothetical thing like keep like a lakh Yeah. and something they shut down business <laughs> what happens to that actually right? <laughs> because if they are not coming under rbs purview then there is nobody is responsible for that yeah. and that risk is there always yeah. yeah but i don't know i think many valets what or i have seen uh, i have used only paytm they don't actually pay allow beyond i think 10000 rupees on a free account uh, uh, this also has the provision uh they i think max 5000 is what you can keep for getting earning 5% 6% interest not more than that okay yeah that's that's all okay so either it is definitely the feature interesting but uh, not sure i i they are also not doing it via the straightforward method they just found some kind of uh, some kind of a uh, bypass in the law where they trying to utilize yeah now everybody is coming into that right yeah. now reliance jio you, you need to have a kind of differentiation so they're trying to do that Okay, uh, on the borrowed bill payment system, what is the deal? So, is it a common billing platform what government is trying to put or RBI is trying to put? So, the RBI has two initiatives. One is the borrowed billing system, and the other one is the payment system which they are trying to initiate. Okay. The borrowed billing is that basically just they just want to create a national level platform mm. for all the utility services and government services to be in that platform. one way where it one end where it becomes uh where it becomes a payment processing gateway for the consumers to go ahead and pay either utility or tax or university or school fees or everything actually okay and the other other end is that basically they are able to integrate across the india all the utility providers mm. so be it now every state has their own difference kind of difference different different processing systems and stuff yeah, right like and it's not going to change for right. a long time so you bring in a single platform which is able to automatically authenticate and push that data to okay and even you move from say for, from karnataka to say something you're going to haryana you will be able to go to bharat bill payment system and right. then just go ahead and pay your tax so they're just trying to build, bring one single platform where all the bill processing can be handled there okay so as a consumer you go there and register yourself you create a profile and then it can process any credit card or debit card as as well any of the payment processing gateways like paytm or right. any other wallet application so you create a gamut of like suit of 
three or four way integration one is with the financial systems and the other one is with the utility service providers and the other one is with the government organizations mm-hmm. and so so bill pay this is like should be able to just basically go ahead and process all the bills from all the utilities as well uh which can also have the ability to use any banking or any balance system which you have okay okay so is it is there like a timeline for us when it will be uh, so already launched you can go ahead and register yourself okay yeah. okay what else on the finance side so the rbi is also looking at uh, how the fintech is like kind of really heating up in india uh uh-huh, okay so they are uh, setting up a small committee uh, which will be able to look at the fintech advancements by various startup in different areas which is like in terms of uh compliance regulatory frameworks security mm. needs uh in terms of how what would be the impacts on the banks when these fin startups coming in okay. so also they are kind of setting up on a, 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 a kind of a committee which will be able to look at uh the improvements or advancements are happening in the fintech and able to bring in the regulatory framework for the thing from the government side in terms of what would be some of those guidelines which they want to create for uh for these startups to other they so one is that encourage the startups at the same time bring in the regulatory framework and streamline the processes and stuff like that so where i i think fintech is like something where it is moving very fast in india than rest of the world mm. and possibly one of those areas where we are cutting edge we are building cutting edge innovative services which is followed by many other markets in the world like for example the the payment wallet system which you are looking at okay. which is uh-huh. i have not seen that coming in from anywhere right uh, that is that is because of our own unique issues around credit cards right yeah but the some of these issues are not only india's it is there for everywhere in the world uh, for okay. example yeah. the credit card systems credit card companies are charging you a hefty money for small micro payments correct which is not only an issue of a developing world which is also an issue of a developed world also mm-hmm. so even in only the use cases are different here you might do it for necessity there it could be for a convenience say for yeah, example, but again at some point in time these guys have to make some money correct because uh, i mean maybe they are i don't know what's their uh, business model of middle like this valley companies uh-huh. uh, it is not going to be free forever correct it's not going to be free but the you definitely you will not charge at on par with the mm. credit card processing basically and if governments like india is bringing in another rbi based payment system in the back end yeah. where they are looking at processing transaction which is like less than visa and master okay. and if this valley systems can tie up with that kind of a state the rule rule pay or something yeah the state owned transactional processing you don't need mm-hmm. to do that okay so there are i mean the, the, it's very interesting in terms of how this fintech is moving forward from india mm-hmm. uh there are some interesting use cases and and it is important for rbi to not to shut it down rather than having this kind of committee to right. look at that holistically and then see how we want to move ahead and then do it also looks like sbi is a state bank of india is also setting up a huge fund mm-hmm. close to 30 million dollars uh, to back up this yeah see a couple of things are happening right so being a bank and uh, when you are seeing this kind of fintech are trying to eat up your business it it's better be 
you also be innovative on that and then right. help them right. actually so that is one thing sbi is doing sbi is also launched other thing called incube in bangalore which is mm. basically in a, a cell where uh, any startup will be able to go ahead and then start their own account and then look for a, any kind of help in terms of financial compliance okay or regulatory things which they are to adhere to Mm. so there is no way outside we don't have that kind of a help which is apart from you hire a chartered accountant and then you do it uh, you don't have any other way to do it and you, the though mci which is like the where you can go register your company and stuff like that but if you want to figure out what is the compl- financial compliance or regulatory framework which you have to follow for your company and stuff like that you okay. don't have so so say is going to state bank going to provide all that Yeah, Stripebank is already providing all that. They have signed up for 20, yeah, 200 customers already. Okay. And this Incube is the branch which basically they launched in Bangalore, mm. uh, which should be able to help startups to not only have a account as well compliance on the regulatory framework and everything actually. Okay. Okay. What else? Uh, so the other interesting announcement from government is that basically they have asked all the, I mean, as you know, the matrimony sites are. Uh, very <laughs> big in india uh, and some of them are used as a matrimony some of them is as dating so i mean they are basically organized dating <laughs> with parent blessings <laughs> so what the government has given is that um, so there are couple of problems is happening so there are many men have more than 10 accounts in ah, okay. those sites mm-hmm. and uh, they are like they are, they kind of create zudo profiles for themselves oh, okay. by in these kind of sites so so they want want enforce id yeah they want to enforce a background check on the people who are creating it though i am not a uh, big fan of doing okay. it uh, because it is completely gross violation of privacy mm. uh, i mean it doesn't take much time for government to say tomorrow there is a lot of violence if you want to have a social networking account you have to put a yeah i don't know why they maybe they have a reason but i don't know why they no this reason is basically to reduce the uh, the crime against women basically okay so that is the kind of justification given by the no but why target matrimony sites because there are a lot of Uh, because that they, uh, they have to then go behind facebook they have to go behind so many no, this is very easy right you know uh, the girl is vulnerable because she is divorced she has a kid and is she becomes a easy target oh. why am i for money so okay. so that is a justification given by the government but that is kind of a justification which is similar to the lot of terrorists who are using chats basically mm. so it is i mean we have we cannot mix the freedom with the control structures but the but it will be a headache for them right and like say how will they do a background verification no, i mean by submitting the address proof id proof yeah i mean they, that's a deterrent for people not to sign up to not necessarily right but it at least provide prevents you from creating 10 ids because that's have, that is true but i think all these networks essentially want more people to sign up correct and when you actually ask me to say okay submit your other card or submit your this card yeah. that card then i mean, I mean very, the, ID, the, ID, the number of sign ups will go down yeah the government's intention here is also they want to make sure that your intention is to get married mm. they want to do that way actually. because i'm i'm not big fan of that actually but that is the way they are moving in. and this is not a very encouraging trend also because it could be enlarged to anything else actually. correct tomorrow they can come back and tell you if you want to create a social network you submit the id 
and government gets crooked. And are they opening up other system for such kind of validation? I think for government organizations they are opening up mm-hmm. because the it is already have access to the by the police and other mm-hmm. government agencies have access to the database and stuff like that. So, uh, so this is another. So if you are like big into matrimony, then you have to submit the section. The section sixty nine A is like it's a kind of very open at this point of time. It doesn't have much of a checks and balances which needs to be done. So anyway, so talking about few trends, I think uh, the, the the recently concluded court conference. Uh-huh. Um, I think th- there was this huge treasure trove of content what Mary Meeker presented. Uh-huh. Uh, about the internet trends. So, is there anything specifically you want to highlight from from that? I mean, the thing is that we have. She said, like, I think the 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 India is now probably the largest or the second largest. The yeah, second largest. We are surpassing in US terms of internet traffic. Internet traffic. But the I mean, like the there are some worrisome trends there actually. Uh, we have got about 150 million WhatsApp users and Facebook users. Okay. And uh, the problem is many of these users are, they are not aware about internet also. And they, are, they don't even know their phones has internet basically. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So the problem is that if you look at the other trends, if you look at the slides, what she has presented, India looks like a country which doesn't know anything beyond WhatsApp basically. <laughs> okay. So only there's a ten percent of hundred and million, hundred and fifty million is goes beyond ten or fifteen percent of the hundred and fifty million go beyond WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Where if you look at that, it's just like extremely a baffling sign actually. Mm-hmm. And so there is essentially an internet within internet. It's yeah. It's essentially an internet within having a kind of another bigger platform dominating mm-hmm. it. And the I feel this first generation WhatsApp users are the ones who have not experienced emails, they have not mm-hmm. experienced the chat communications, so they have coming into this generation of getting. They have not experienced to using internet in desktop. They probably even don't know how to search something in the internet. They have not used any government services or private services in internet. All they know is that they buy a phone. They think that they, they get something like a communication platform like SMS, they get WhatsApp in there. So, which is very sad if you look at it because when you look, compare either US or China, they consume much more services mm-hmm. than having one single platform. So, if I'm an entrepreneur in India looking at the report, it is like extremely disappointing okay. because there is no way you can just target and reach all these users. Right. It could be so many reasons could be that because we don't have so many English speaking mm. crowd that could be one primary driving reason or I don't know any I cannot think of anything else because our people are extremely focused on that particular platform either WhatsApp and Facebook so much they don't want to explore anything outside. Right. Right. So the entire presentation is extremely interesting. Uh, but the whole slide has one. The whole set has only one slide about India, which is like we are surpassing US in terms of mobile penetration. At the same time, 150 million users are there in WhatsApp. Right. They don't consume anything else. Right. So the 15% of 150 million is consuming 
other social services or like which in terms of twitter or mm. like the pinterest or any of other or any other banking or any other services so it is i mean it 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 outs for outsider it looks like in a country of whatsapp and facebook <laughs> yeah. i know wonder i think they wanted that the and whole free basics it's not a very good trend i don't think we should be moving in this direction also mm. um so which is my take away only basically those actually yeah because all the content seems to be now coming to whatsapp right either it is photo or videos everything is now driven through that I, that is not i i mean i'm not a big fan of that so yeah i mean yeah anyway so but that's a trend what we see there um uh, but we i think the other trend was video is definitely big yeah I mean, especially given that we have got multilingual mm. and we have a very less English audience, so. Right. Okay. Anything else you want to highlight from that? Uh, from that, there is nothing much. Which uh, it's an extremely interesting report. Anything if you are, uh, I mean, also it whatever is kind of a business you are in, you should be able to. You should take a look at that. So. And it was pretty uh, voluminous. Yeah, some more hundred twenty cents. No, I think two hundred something. Oh. Just <laughs> <laughs> just. She, I think I saw her video. She just probably highlighted only the key ones in the video. Okay. And you know, I mean, when she gave us the record thing. Yeah, yeah because yeah. she said she didn't have the time to talk about uh-huh. those actually. Anyway, so anything else or uh, the other thing, the trend we saw. There is another uh, trend report which every year more the Ericsson basically releases. You want to talk about that? Okay. Or is there anything key? I mean that the the couple of key things are there basically where uh, the the IoT penetration is moving towards based on the GSM or LTE based systems more mm. uh, so the tradition the IoT vendors as well the IoT IoT devices okay. prefer uh, the wireless network more than Wi-Fi or any other okay. traditional okay. infrastructure so that is something which i like i mean looked at it and uh, india's data growth was like about 60% is something which i saw sincerely mm. and the sad thing is all the 60% is consumed by whatsapp and facebook so okay <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know i mean i'm not very sure why beyond I, i'm very sure that we have got more audience above the 10% are english speaking and i don't know why they are like kind of uh, into kind of stuck into that whatsapp and facebook i think it's essentially where their friends are right so even you all your friends are there is it not possible for one day to go outside and say something and do what actually i mean hotel I mean, whatever you, you have internet is such a wide thing you can use for so many things even at least to read an article about If you have yeah. an interest in I mean, reading, is definitely I, I don't think no, they don't consume any service actually. Yeah, I mean reading like, is always a challenge, especially with uh, the newer generation, right? Uh, for them, they are more. I, I mean, this is my. No, newer generation is just one small part of the market. I mean, we say the Gen Z or whatever. So they are more into. They want instantly to see that, right? So they, they that's why the video traffic is so huge no, because they like to uh, listen that and see visual rather than. reading like a two or three page correct why don't you go to at least youtube basically 
Why do you that, that, that is happening? No, it is not happening. So the trend, if you look at it, they are watching the video in Facebook videos. They are not watching it outside, basically. Mm-hmm. So that is what worrying me actually. You are not even bothered to launch an another app to click a link or explore it. You want to have everything within Facebook and WhatsApp, basically. Yeah, maybe. So that is something which is not what something I I am finding it difficult to comprehend. Basically. No wonder uh, Zuckerberg. paid that kind of money for whatsapp <laughs> no but that does not a very healthy trend for india to have actually i mean at least among the elites who can understand right or speak english i'm not elite i wouldn't call no, that no i mean uh, i i i'm seeing that trend definitely uh, i mean <coughs> there are so many at least family members i know because it is if, if you are a, if you are a developer or if you are an entrepreneur in india it is extremely discouraging to look at the nature mm. because you are not interested as an audience you are not interested to do explore any other services apart from whatsapp and facebook <laughs> you don't want anything else you want payment everything to be sitting there and you want to work only on that actually mm. which is like i mean which is like crazy and nonsense basically anyway so is that it that's about it and we don't have anything else you want you have anything so you're going to talk about uh, dockercon Next, uh, week. next week we can try doing it. Uh, okay. So there are some very interesting announcements in Doctor Doctor uh, Doctor Khan. Uh, so we can right do. I mean, like though it is a very interesting area and then very happening area also. Right.